0: host, Jeff Dawson, for another episode of Dawson's Domain, where we cover the spectrum of life's pressing issues and events, from politics to relationships, sports to horror, alternative history to poetry, humor to baseball coaching, and everything in between. afternoon. Jeff Dawson from a partly cloudy and normal Texas July summer day. Yeah, it's over 100 degrees and it's Texas. This is nothing new. It's not as bad as say Arizona or Las Vegas, but uh, it is what it is. And When I listen to people complain about the heat, yeah, as we get older, we we don't do as well, but uh, we know what's coming. I worked out in it for 30 to 35 years, and it's hot, and I don't need some idiot on TV every night or in the morning telling me it's going to be over 100 degrees. Uh, I can open the window or the door and say, yeah, it's going to be another hot one. And I worked plenty of hot summers. 2006, when I came down here, that was brutal. There was a summer in the, had to been mid to nah, latter part of the 90s where we were working on a channel project. And I thought, hey, this is going to be pretty cool. We're going to be down by a creek. It's not going to be bad. Yeah, that was a brain fart, because what I didn't realize is there was no wind. It was over 100. In fact, we set a record that summer for the lowest highs. It never got below 80 degrees at night. And I know a lot of the guys on the crew, they just said, the hell with the shower, because the minute you got to work, we're just sweating our asses off. And we'd have to take a break like every 45 or 50 minutes because we're working underneath a bridge. <clears throat> and since there was no wind, the fumes from the equipment weren't moving. So we, so we didn't get asphyxiated. We'd pull out of there for like 15 or 20 minutes and let it clear out. No, you couldn't set up fans underneath the bridge. That was hot. I remember the owner of the company came down one day when we were taking a break, and he wanted to know why we were screwing Pooch. And it's like, you go under that bridge and asphyxiate yourself, okay? Get the hell off my job site. Yeah, he didn't give me any more grief over that. But it's summer in Texas. It's great. Baseball should be played outdoors. I don't give a damn what they say, and I'll get into that a little bit in just a little bit uh, phone numbers if you want to join in 888-627-6008 or 323-744-4831 you can listen to it on iHeartRadio and that number is 631-359-9353 always looking for new subscribers always looking Starts at $299, goes up to $49.99, and the only difference is how much you value the content. That's the that's the price structure. That's it. You really like it, you think it's great stuff, then $49.99 a month is well worth it. If you think it's just something you like to listen to now and then, $299. So you have plenty of options, a wide range. Okay. Didn't go to dinner last night because my adopted sister sent out a message that she contracted COVID. And I talked to her last night. I talked to her this morning. And, yeah, she's she's pretty rough shape. And, yes, that would be my sister, Patty Barry, And she really is down because her granddaughter and boyfriend were coming up to see them before they join before they go on their trip in august to hawaii but obviously they turned around because that wasn't a happening deal and it was the right move because if they get infected that could jeopardize their trip so there will be other days we just need patty to get better so put her in your prayers send well wishes she will appreciate all of that it's just there's been a wave of it and if you follow my numbers on facebook you'll notice we're averaging over 750,000 cases a week but is the media blaring it out blasting it do they have the big Signs up on their teleprompters and on the screen at the bottom that, you know, COVID's here like they did when Trump was president for a year and a half. and Now that it's, it's actually rising. And uh, are the vaccines working? I guess if it keeps you as you got the shots and it keeps you out of the hospital then I will say yes. But we're still averaging 2,200 deaths a week. We still lead the world in mortalities. And, you know, when I do those numbers, I question how good is the reporting of other countries? I mean, Russia's still turning in numbers. So I don't know. But I guess if it keeps out of the hospital, then it's, doing some good because I also found out that I guess it was yeah a week ago my niece and her whole family got it and that started with their youngest son so how are we contracting it it's in the air it's airborne it started airborne it's still airborne it's going to be airborne that's all there is to it so the only way to not get it, you could be like that movie that Revolta was in back in the 80s, The Bubble Boy. Because that was the first movie dealing with AIDS. Because they didn't know why his immune system wasn't working, so he lived in a bubble. Anybody really want to live in a bubble or do you want to live your life? And I've been saying this ever since it broke out. I have forgot how many people were just scared shitless. And were cowering in their homes and still got it. Look at all those people in New York where the bomb went off in the tri-state area. No one's investigated that yet. What caused it? Everyone has assumptions and opinions, but no hard facts. But then that's been the case for since this started. No, all assumptions, no hard facts. I mean, remember when Andrew Cuomo said like 60 million people were going to die just in New York? It's like, are you nuts? What a shame he's out of office. And what the hell is Dan Abrams doing interviewing his dumbass brother, Chris? Who gives two shits? WGN, you want to know why your news nation is a flop? Because nobody gives two shits about Chris Cuomo. Or any of this other crapola. No, I don't. I I thought News Nation would set a new standard. No, they're just more cackling, moronic bobbleheads. Yeah, I don't like the news. Shocking, but true. Okay, so I didn't mean to get off track there, Patty, but uh, send your love, send your well wishes so that... She can regain her strength because right now it is no fun picking on someone who is down and out and she is down and out. I mean, when I chatted with her this morning, it was brief because she's got a horrible sore throat and it's like we shouldn't even be talking. So I will hang up and let you have peace and quiet. But her hubby seems to be doing okay. Don't think he's contracted it yet, but uh, time will tell. Now, so there was Dunstan's, there was nothing. And Alexander's, who I've been promoting, I'm sad to report they shut down. They closed for the July 4th holiday and just did not reopen hopefully things will turn around and get better and they can do it because they really did have good food. And if they do reopen, I will give them the shout outs that they need. Now, if you know anybody that's looking for a job and is familiar with HVAC, HVAC work, then and you live in East Texas, then Hook up with Green Star Heating and Air. They're looking for experienced field tech and installers and entry-level installers. I don't know what the pay is, but they are hiring. And uh, I know they've got a really big job coming up. So if you don't mind working hours, if you want hours, And you want to be productive because this is not a job where you can sit around on your goat smelling ass and do nothing. You will work. They are looking. Like I said, they're in Greenville, Texas. Their phone number is 903-441-2082. The email is greenstarheatingandair at gmail.com. And the guy who runs it is, uh, jason boils and his wife brandy is helping out she's taking a break from her vigorous nursing career and our the relationship i have with them is brandy is the sister of my daughter-in-law who's married to my son justin they're good people and i remember the first time i met brandy it was in royce city and she didn't know me, and I didn't know her. And as usual, I made the perfect impression. She was talking about old people just going on and on and on. And after about 15 minutes, my son, Justin, was like, Dad's just, he's, he's watching me. Go, Dad's going to blow. He's going to blow. And sure enough, I finally said, that's enough of that. Let me tell you about us old people. And she's like, what, what, what? somebody's talking to me. It's like, yeah. And he's about to get in your face, but it was a great afternoon because, uh, I don't know if it was a housewarming party whatever, but it got some real good pictures of, uh, Jason and their oldest son, Luke. That was one of my favorite pictures where dad's trying to show his son how to throw a football. Very nice. But They're good people, they're down home, and they just want good help. So if you're reliable, if you're dependable, if you have transportation, if you want a paycheck, if you want to earn your way through life, and you really like working in the HVAC industry, give them a shout. They need the help. Okay. And I'll have to get with uh, Jason's dad got a copy of my book, Cutting to the Chase. And I'm waiting to see what feedback he has on it. I'm sure he probably caught the grammatical errors that were in the second edition. But those have since been cleaned up. And folks, this is the time in these inflationary, because it sure the hell ain't transitory like the White House lied about. That's all they do is lie. Every time they open their mouths, it's just a lie. It's an excuse. It's, it's the biggest damn blame game I ever I've ever seen. I thought Carter was bad. I was wrong. And if you're a liberal that supports Biden, get your brain examined. I, I don't have to be nice about this. He's doing nothing. He is destroying this country. And if you can't see that, then then there's no hope for you. Trump had plenty of faults, and I called them out. But my God, the man lies about everything. And I'll get into some of that in a minute. Damn. Okay. I don't have a book review today. And on irritating commercials, I've been watching this one for Globe Life. The girl graduates, we're guessing it's from college. She comes to the door to see her friends, and they open it up, and they're blowing whistles and streamers, and they're all happy. And then they slam the door in her face, and there's a sign up there that says, congratulations, get a job. But you didn't see it when she went and knocked on the door. But the thing that got me about the commercial is, so this is her big day. She is graduating. She's going to enter the working world. And none of these people showed up at her graduation. These are the things I watch for in commercials. It's like, really? And then they slam the door. Don't even give her a cold beer or a hard drink. She's just standing there with her diploma in her hand going, oh, what do I do now? Oh, I know, I'll go to work for Globe Life. What a stupid commercial. God, they must think we are all morons. But I laugh when I see it, and they slam the door and us like, what does that tell you about your friends? They didn't show up, and now they won't let you in the house. Or maybe it was her family. I don't know. And it's like, damn, that didn't turn out the way she wanted it to. God, but these commercials, they just get... Dumber and dumber and dumber. And speaking of dumber, now, I don't mean to jump on anyone's band, not a bandwagon, but jump down their throat or anything. But uh, damn it. I heard a story yesterday that Bo Jackson had died. Well, I don't subscribe to Knee Jerkpedia. And it really got into a heated discussion. I searched everywhere. I don't know what this guy heard on the radio. But, you know, when a top celebrity or somebody passes, I I remember somebody posted that Harry Morgan had died. They're about seven years late. And then... And I'm sure you've seen it on Facebook through the years where you just see this random post that so-and-so died. Well, all you got to do is type in their name on your keyboard or on your phone and verify it before you start spreading false bullshit. Because this morning I sent a text, hey, did you see the headline? Bo Jackson's still alive. Well, then he wanted to blame the news networks, plural. It's like, no, it wasn't news networks. It's whatever station you're listening to in the morning. And I don't know what affiliate it is. So I'm not going to make an assumption. But uh, it's not the first time this has happened. And I always say, man, will you quit listening to those idiots? And if you do hear something really stupid, why don't you research it? Take a few minutes out of your busy day and say, is this really true before you start passing on crap? And then someone calls it out because I'm the one that will call it out. And I got called a dumbass for saying it wasn't true. Well, back at you. Because I was right and you were wrong. Take it from there. Okay. But folks, do a little research. It's not that hard. It really isn't. But if you want to be part of the crowd, remember that? video where everyone's got their phone in their face and they're just walking and some are falling off into the, what the hell? Oh, pink. They're falling off in the manhole or they're taking pictures of the person who jumped off the building and died. They're zombies. I mean, they should be the walking dead. But that's just the way it is. It's just ridiculous. Ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. Research something. Okay. Biden. I really hate this sump, bitch. There's a couple of reasons why. And and I know hate is a strong word, but uh, I saw the video clip where he said that he had cancer. I lost my father and I lost Debbie to cancer. I've had cancer. I don't have it now. I had it. There's a big difference. It's past tense. He says he has it and is blaming the oil companies in New Jersey and Delaware for his affliction. Yet his doctor said, yeah, he had some skin cancers. They were benign. They were removed and he has no problem. So why isn't the press just taking a 15-pound sledgehammer and busting open his dumb-ass skull. How do you get a pass? Imagine if Trump would have said something like that. How do you get a pass on this crap? That's just a bold-faced lie, and it disrespects everyone who is going through the treatment or has lost a loved one to it. So you're damn right. I don't use the word offended often, but this time I am extremely offended. You lying son of a bitch. You don't have cancer. You just want sympathy from all your dumbass liberal loonies. That's about it. And I try and not cuss, but it gets to the point where I just cannot restrain at times. It really just pisses me off when he does this. And then he blames. Sorry about that. I had a message I had to read. Uh, He's blaming the oil companies for his affliction. Oh, what a crock of shit. I spent nine years in Delaware, a stone's throw from where he grew up in, in Wilmington. We had block parties. We didn't wear gas masks. We didn't have rain suits on from all this sludge that he keeps talking about. Only time my mom and dad turned on the windshield wipers is when it rained. And if you listen to this bumbling Biden, when it snowed, I still remember. It was like the winter of 66. We got a blizzard for Christmas. We were, it was three days before they had cleared the roads. <coughs> it wasn't black. It wasn't greasy. It wasn't oily. He's just pandering to morons. And anyone who buys it is a moron and doesn't understand anything. Next, he'll be saying he lost his hair because of acid rain. No, he lost his brain cells from acid rain. You bet it can't be like the Wizard of Oz. And you throw a bucket on him, he just melts and goes away. But God, no, we do not want Kamala Harris taking his place. Oh, God, that cackling clown. This administration is so inept, I just, there are no words to describe it. The the Rangers have a better baseball team than we have an administration, and that's pretty damn sad. I mean, even the Oakland A's, they might draw 25 to 4,000 a game, and they have a horrible record right now, but at least they know what they're supposed to be doing. These people in D.C. don't have a clue. How many times is Yelling, just flat out lied or said, well, I didn't know. I didn't know. What the hell do you know? And who in God's name appointed you? Oh, that's right. It was Biden. Because he doesn't know. And he is surrounded by people that don't know jack shit. But I would suggest they go to YouTube and find that video on the jack shit family. And maybe they would learn something. Good God almighty. But yeah, my mother never had to. I, we we had to turn on the windshield wipers to get the sludge off, and we couldn't walk to school. You probably didn't walk to school because you went to a private school, and it was probably halfway across town. Yeah, pussy. Good lord, he is God. It's such an embarrassment. And, and like I said, he just he dishonored. Everyone. I mean, look look at the all-star game when everybody was holding up someone they had lost to cancer or was fighting it. Well, he just discredited all of them because those people are going through it. He's not. His was done. He doesn't have it. His doctor said so. And he stands up there and lies. What a clown. Okay. Baseball. Yeah, I did not watch all the home run derby because it's just a show. What I did do is I posted some old home run derbies where it wasn't a big spectacle. It wasn't a show. It wasn't about the announcers, it was about two guys competing. And this one was Mickey Mantle and Willie Mace, and it was really good. So if you want to see a real home run derby, go look those up. Look up the old ones, and I think it was from baseball today. I'm sick of ESPN Productions, because it's no longer about the game. It's about them. And it was really on display at the All-Star Game. All you hear from these idiots is about speeding up the game. And they're experimenting with the pitch clock. I've already talked about it. I won't get into it. I've heard people complain about mound visits. I've heard people complain about the batters not getting into the box. Blah, blah, blah. Well, all of that is minor. I mean, I remember Garcia Parra with the Red Sox. My God, it took him like 30 seconds to readjust after every pitch, which that was excessive. So the broadcast started at 7 o'clock, right? First pitch was about 7.20. Last out was 10.24. That's just over three hours, right? Yeah. Three hours for eight and a half innings because the American league didn't have to bet the bottom of the ninth. A pitcher by the rule is allowed six pitches between innings. Starting pitcher gets eight. And if you've got 20 seconds, that's a minute and 20 seconds. So that's about roughly 20, 25 minutes. In the all-star game, it was over an hour. Each half inning had a three three minute to three and a half minute break. Why? Because of the commercials. Now people argue, well, they've got to have commercials to promote it. I don't give a shit. Cut down on the commercials and raise the rates. You think Ford Chevy, GM, and all them won't still advertise? That's one of the books that I will possibly do someday, The Price of Number One. What are their marketing budgets on professional sports, and how much does that affect the price of the vehicles that we buy? And I'd bet it'd be pretty damn astronomical and revealing. I bet that uh, it's at least $10,000 per vehicle. Because we know airtime isn't cheap. But that's the problem with baseball. And I'm going to do it with a Ranger game. I'm going to see what their breaks are. But uh, the problem isn't the game. The problem is the networks. They're the problem. You know, it's like watching a college football game. If you've ever been to one and even an NFL game. If you see this guy with a big orange mitt. Well, he's the one holding up the game because they're still running commercials. And until he drops his hand. Play can't resume, and it won't resume. And during the All-Star game, they had so many commercials running, they damn near missed a pitch. Sick of it. They're the problem. It's not the game. They're making the game long. How can we get a Little League game in? How can we get a five- to six-inning Little League game in 55 minutes? Because we don't screw around. We get after it. We take care of business. We're there to play ball, not scratch our nuts. Check out the women. We're there to play ball. We need to get back to that. I mean, that Frisco game that my son Justin took me to over a month ago, that was fast. Man, that was a fast game, but it was also a pitching duel. But it was fast. I mean, I think it was like an hour and a half game. But they didn't have to have the commercial breaks. They didn't have all the crap. So the game can move at a good clip, if people will get the hell out of the way. And that's what I talk about in my management seminars in the book, Cutting to the Chase. In a lot of cases, just do your damn job. Get out of the way and do your job. Quit slowing things down. Quit making it difficult. But that seems to be a foreign concept to a lot of people. I'm checking something real quick. Don't know if it's working or not. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I was trying the split screen deal to see if there are comments that I don't normally see. There it is. And I will type one in real quick. Okay. that's the problem with baseball it's not the game it's the networks now yes i'm doing better on my smoking too so i need to give a quick shout out to uh my chiropractor dr Nikisha mcdaniel connor i'm not sure if you can see this but these are doTERRA products and she has recommended four that I take twice a day. Oh, there it is. There are the other bottles, and they are cilantro, black pepper. God, that tastes terrible. Uh, copaiba and clove. And what it's doing is it's working on breaking the addiction I was. I was making some good progress, but then I get excited like this and I just tend to smoke more. But I have cut back to about a pack and a half a day. You got to get lower. But it's working and that's what I needed. Yeah, it's like I think it was $130, but uh, it's working. I don't know if I would reorder this stuff, but they do have this. It's called Deep Blue. And she gave me this neat little dispenser for it. It's like icy hot, biofreeze, something like that. It gets in and relaxes your muscles. if They're really sore, which might have been lately. But it works. But that doesn't mean I quit taking Herbalife. Oh, hell no. In fact, I got her to try some. She picked up uh, two of the shakes, the Dutch chocolate and cookies and cream. And she's quite excited because I gave her a sample. And she goes, I really like those because they're not gritty. They're packed with protein. It's, uh, what is it, 17 grams per serving of protein. And then if you get the PDM supplement, that adds another seven, so it gets you 24. They taste good. It's like a milkshake. And it's not like using a JetBlue where you got 15 different ingredients. I got a bottle. I pour my 12 ounces of milk in it, 2% or almond, two scoops, shake it, drink it, and you're done. That's it. I watch these JetBlue people and it's like, my God, you spend 30 minutes a day prepping the stuff. And then when it's time to make it, it takes you another five minutes. It's a fad right now. It's a huge fad, just like the juicers were. And when people are going to wake up one morning and go, this is just too much damn work. And they're just going to sit on the shelf, sit on the counter, or be put in storage. And forgot. Because they realize this is just too much work. Wah, wah, wah. It is what, that's just, that's the way people are. If it ain't simple, they won't keep doing it. It's too much work. Okay. Heroes. America really lacks good heroes today. And they sure the hell aren't those people in Washington, D.C. on this January 6th committee where Liz Cheney was like, this is going to be the most important thing I've done in my life. Yeah, and that's what y'all said about the double impeachments. We understand you don't like Donald Trump. We understand you don't want him running again. But this circus atmosphere is just and I've said it before, Ringling Brothers could have never come up with something this spectacularly bad. They'd have folded decades before if they'd have had foolishness like this. But what really pissed me off was, if you're not familiar with the name, Herschel Woody Williams, the last surviving Medal of Honor winner of World War II in the Pacific passed away a couple of weeks ago. I had the honor of meeting him a little over a year ago. And to listen to Pelosi and Schumer, th- those are the only two that that—and I, I couldn't watch half of what they said. All they were doing was reading from Wikipedia. They didn't know this guy. They never met him. And if they'd have ever gone and listened to him talk, I guarantee you they would not have spoken. Because he made it very clear America is going down the wrong path. He was a true American, a true patriot. But he didn't glorify what he did while those people tried to stand up there and say, Look at me, look at me. I spoke it, I gave his eulogy. <clears throat> But all of your words were empty, just like your heads. They were empty. They were meaningless. It's just so that you could get some more airtime. There wasn't anything sincere about what you said. We see that how you act in Washington all the time, poorly. You don't do it for the benefit of the nation you do it for the benefit of yourselves and your party and what is this with Pelosi just walking off when someone asked her about the uh, stock investments her husband made in the big tech companies oh you can just walk away get your goat smelling scrawny shriveled up ass back in front of that microphone and take questions but that's what the Democrats do best they just run I don't have to answer that I'm not going to answer that I, blah 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 blah, blah bitch slapper enough useless absolutely congress is full of useless people and they're getting paid over one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars a year to do what nothing take up space and and i've mentioned this before y'all need to watch the movie atlas shrugs if you don't want to read the book because that's where we're headed this doesn't change that's where we're headed That's just the way it is. Okay. But we need heroes like Herschel Williams. He wasn't looking for fame and glory. He did his job. It's just like Kyle Rittenhouse. I can't wait till his attorneys file those suits. It could change the entire structure of the media in Hollywood. When all the dominoes fall. These won't be dominoes. These will be skyscrapers collapsing. As they just take apart. The whole. Both industries. I'm just waiting for those libel suits. Elijah Dickens. He's the one that killed the mall shooter. Was he looking for fl- glory and fame? No. He was looking to save lives. Uh. Damn, where's it? Oh, Bostic, Nicholas Bostic. He runs into a burning house. Only firefighters do that. Well, they weren't there yet. And he was worried about other people's lives, knowing that he could die, but he didn't think about that. He went in and saved people. He wasn't looking for fame and glory, but do you see them plastered all over the news? No, but boy, when we had the BLM protests, they were plastering those sons of bitches all over the place. MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NPR, you name it. They just couldn't get enough of those morons that were destroying America. But these people are America. Like I said, Kyle, Dickens, Bostick. And here's some other names. John Lincoln Clem. Well, who is John Lincoln Clem? Well, he was a nine-year-old who wound up enlisting in the United States Army. Nine. He tried multiple times before a unit accepted him. He was at Shiloh. And if you haven't read about the Battle of Shiloh, You should. It was, man, the Union just about got their ass handed to them, as they did in many battles until Gettysburg, Chickamauga. This kid was there. He was their drummer. And when it was all said and done, he retired a major general because he wanted to serve his country, and he did it his whole life. Calvin Graham. Who's Calvin Graham? He grew up in Canton, Texas. He joined the Navy at age 12. He served aboard the South Dakota. Nobody knew his real age until he went to a family funeral and it was exposed. 12 years old. He won medals. When the Navy found out what they had done, they stripped him of all of his medals. And then when he was old enough, he, re-enlisted, he enlisted in the Marines. They got his back broken in Korea, falling off a pier, and spent the rest of his life on disability, fighting with the country, fighting with the bureaucracy. Yeah. But he served, he served proudly. He wanted to be there for people and they were. And here's some other names for you. Lance Corporal David L. Espinoza, Sergeant Nicole Gee, Staff Sergeant Darren Taylor Hoover, Staff Sergeant Ryan Noss, Corporal Hunter Lopez, Lance Corporal Riley J. McCollum, Lance Corporal Dylan Marola, Lance Corporal Kareem Nkoy, Sergeant Johnny Rosario, Corporal Humberto A. Sanchez, Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz, Corman Max Soviak, Corporal Digan W. Page. Who were they? Oh, well, those were the people that uh, Biden got killed at Cabal because of his botched evacuation plan these are heroes they put their life on the line but their leaders failed them big time just like they're failing this country they want to glorify themselves in their just causes which are unjust an absolute, as Joe would say, malarkey. Everything about this administration is the definition of malarkey. And anyone who supports this is just blind. I mean, there's a show on, I think it's Channel 29.2, I forgot the network, where they've got this idiot, Rick Scott or Rick Smith, I think, and then he's got this moron that joins him, French. And they're just lunatic liberals. That's all they are. They don't want to talk about what Biden's doing wrong. All they want to do is focus on the Republicans and how evil they are and blah, 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 blah. and he's got this big sign up behind him about union, yes, union, my ass. Unions destroyed the auto industry, you dumbasses. When they didn't want to cooperate and lower wages to stop the flood of Japanese imports that were making them uncompetitive. Yeah, the Rust Belt. Let's go look at the Rust Belt. There's the union. Let's go look at all the coal plants that closed down because of unions. We can go through a list of what the unions did. It was just like, what was that, two years ago where they're having a strike at a GM plant? And uh, people were trying to just survive during COVID and they're striking for better wages and nobody's buying anything. That's how ignorant your unions are. And if you're a member of it, I'm sorry. I was a member of a union one time and I hated it for three months. What do you mean? I got to give you money for what? You're not doing anything for me. And I show up to work and I see the word strike written on a piece of plywood strike for what? I just want to earn a living. Now they don't give a shit if you're in a living or not as long as they get their money, that's all they care about. <coughs> that's it, it's appalling. Well, to go along with this, you know, those are heroes to me. They love this country. They don't love a political party, they love the country. What a novel idea. And if politics comes into play, they'll think about it. They won't have knee-jerk reactions. We, we don't have that anymore. Right or left, we don't have it. Just like the announcement that Bo Jackson has died. No, nobody thinks, nobody looks, nobody listens, nobody researches. And I can't, I, I, that, that is such a foreign concept to me. Since I am an amateur historian, before I comment on something, I want to make sure my guns are loaded. They might not be completely loaded with all the ammo I need, but at least I will be able to intelligently discuss the issue. And if I think a point comes up I'm not familiar with, I just won't ignore it because I can I'll research it and say, hey, I want to look this up. I want to look into it and I'll get back to you because I don't know. But if what you're saying is right, okay, then I'm wrong. I can deal with that. What I can't deal with is when someone's just just says, you're wrong and you don't know jack shit. Well, I refer you back to the jack shit video on YouTube, and then you will know because I do. I want to have a good grasp of the topic at hand, just like when I do these episodes. I'm it. Nobody does this for me. I do my own research. And if it's wrong, if you don't agree, that's okay. You post it in the comments that, hey, I think you're just full of it today, Jeff. Well, that's your call. And if you say I am full of it, tell me which part I got wrong. But we need heroes like the men and women that I mentioned. And, uh, you know, this deal in Cabal was so bad. But if you go see what the liberals are talking about, they've got this new uh, time up, 187 minutes. What's 187 minutes? Well, that is the time frame from when the Capitol was breached until order was restored. So, of course, all the liberals are just focusing on that and just think, oh, it's just so tragic. But when you mention thirteen hours, they look at you like, huh? Or if you mention four months, they look at you like, huh? Well, what's thirteen hours? Well, that's been that's Benghazi. Oh, but Hillary was acquitted, and uh, they found no wrongdoing. Really? Well, we've seen how the uh, FBI Director Comey operated, and yeah he was the one investigating that you think money didn't change hands i mean all the things that have gone wrong the the horrible evacuation of afghanistan horrible you see any real real investigations going on no and to be honest I don't want any because it's just a waste of time and money. Nothing's going to come of it. No one's going to be held accountable. And I am all for my God, if we got to declare military martial law to get this country back on track, then by God, that's what we need to do and start holding these people accountable. Because it ain't going to be through the court systems. My God, every day we wake up one court, one judge, overruled something how does one judge have the power to do that what the hell is going on with our system it's broken it is our courts are broken on the political level and we got too many of them way too many you want to talk about cutting back let's start there they aren't serving a purpose they are serving their own purpose and that's what this government has really turned turned to in the last 20 years is self-serving those with identical political views and i always argued how can the law be political isn't it just supposed to be the law But no, everyone can interpret it, just like I talked about a month ago on the Roe versus Wade, how they actually approved abortion from the 14th Amendment. And it was these three words that, when you put them together, had nothing to do with abortion. But the Supreme Court ruled on it, said it's legal, and then they wrote the law, which they are not allowed to do. (coughs) It's broken. The whole damn thing is broken. It can be fixed. But it's really going to be painful. And a lot of people are going to scream and holler, and I just don't give a rat's ass. And I've told my friends, it's going to get worse before it gets better. The question is, how much worse can it get before the alarms go off? and people wake up on both sides that uh, the politicians we have are not your friends. They aren't serving you or the country. They're serving themselves. And then you can go look at the networks, those self-serving sons of bitches. I wish George Patton was alive there's a real american hero not douglas macarthur but george patton he and harry, imagine harry truman and george patton on a ticket boy wouldn't that be badass sadly you know that wasn't going to happen cuz george died in 45 after that auto accident but uh, in december but what i thought george patton and harry truman As co presidents. Harry, you handle this. George, you handle that. We don't need a VP. This is our battle plan and this and we're gonna execute it. Boy, wouldn't that have been a tandem? There'd been some serious ass kicking. Because neither one put up with bullshit. Don't do your job, you're fired. Stand me up, lie to me, you're fired. Think you got a job for life? You are definitely fired. Yeah, there's a thought like that uh, song Chicago wrote. Harry Truman, look it up on YouTube. America needs you, Harry Truman. But yeah, I never thought about that. George Patton and Harry Truman on the same ticket a democrat and a republican actually no two americans that's what they were and that's what we need and that's why those names i mentioned earlier are just so important kyle rittenhouse elijah dickens john clem calvin graham damn it fingers nicholas bostick Herschel Williams and we can't forget Desmond Dawes. who was Desmond Desmond was the corpsman that refused to carry a weapon of basic training was almost court-martialed and drummed out of the Marines and wound up saving over 75 men at Hacksaw Ridge and never fired a shot and won more respect By saving those men who had discounted him through training and even when he got in the field. But when he started saving lives, they all woke up and said, that man has more bravery, more courage, and more patriotism than we thought one man could have. And may they all rest in peace. But those are the heroes that we need today. We don't need Hollywood. We sure don't need anything out of D.C. from these people wearing $5,000 suits and $2,000, $3,000 dresses and all that crap all up, and $15 a quart ice cream. We need real Americans, and those are the ones we need to be studying and researching and trying to get back to what they stood for. They stood for the United States of America. They stood for our flag. They set our Pledge of Allegiance and they proudly sang our national anthem. And that's where I'm going to leave it today. Go out and find your heroes. Study them. Talk about them, post about them, and let them know that these are the people that support the United States that I know and love. You all stay safe. Patty, get healthy. Have a great weekend, a great coming up week, and I will talk to you in two weeks. Take care. Dawson. Out. I hope you enjoyed our time together. I know I did. Without you, wonderful listeners, this show would not be possible. If you want to know more about me and how my brain works, that's a scary thought. Check out my books at Jeff Dawson on Amazon.com, websites LDDJ Enterprises, and Jeff for upcoming releases and teaser excerpts from past and present publications. You can also contact me at Facebook, LDDJ Enterprises Publishing, or email LDDJ Enterprises at gmail.com or on Twitter at JeffDawson59. Have a great week and look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Dawson's Domain.